player. Welcome to Versus Player, a podcast about games, life, and everything in between, just to steal Jason's line. And to introduce ourselves, I'm Jono. I'm Joe. I'm Jace. All right, gents, let's talk. Let's talk. So, let's talk about news. Just a quick bit about news. Yeah, yeah. stuff that's going on in the world right now. Um, There's a a game developer that recently closed, and I know Joe knows a lot about this, but I thought it might be worth talking about it because they had their fingers in a few games that we quite enjoyed. Jace is, of course, looking at me going, I have no idea what's going on. But I'm going to let Joe take this one. That's United Front Games. That's the one. United Front Games has shut down and there's been quite a few developers shutting in the last few years. And the reason I thought, you know, this was something interesting to talk about, they recently brought a game out that I'm playing a lot with my son and that is the part of Disney Infinity. They've done one of the stages in there, which is the Marvel Battlegrounds, which was that one that came with one of the figures that came with Captain America and this awesome fist. And the fist is your level stage, um, your level pack, whatever you want to call it. Nice life, Captain America. And it's Jono's pack, but he doesn't own the game. He just wanted the Captain America figure. He's brought it over and I've been playing that with my son. Um, Yeah, it's really fun. It's a different take on the game. It kind of makes it, um, you you pit your Infinity characters within the Marvel universe against each other. So on different stages. So Infinity is a little bit like Skylanders. Yes. Yes. So you get figures, you put them on some sort of... Magic Portal pad sort thing, of thing yep. and then they appear in the game. Yes, they level up, yep. and then you they level up, and it gets. Although in in the Marvel Battlegrounds, they don't level up in that game because otherwise it wouldn't be fair when you're playing each so other. So let's just say that you had a Captain America figure and you got to level three, yep. and then you were to take that to your friend's house who also has the game. Does it save the information in the actual figure, or is it based on? the home console that you were playing it on. No, it's in the figure, I believe. Like oh, wow. it is with so there's the, like a little bit of like memory in yeah, there. Yeah, I think that's the same with the um, Amiibo and all that sort of thing right. too. Yeah. yeah, but like I said, in this game, your character does level up, but when you play against each other, you're all at the same level, um, which makes it fair. Okay. Um, but it's really cool. Like we've been buying a lot of the figures um, because I just like how the figures look. Um, but yeah, that's one of the games. Some of that, And that I'm also, do. this might help you in terms of figuring out what the game is, Jace. Do you remember Power Stone? I do. So, plays very much like Power Stone. It was such a uh, an aside thing to Disney Infinity in terms of the way it played because it's it's not like the rest of the game. So, this is one of the games that they made. You're talking about? Yeah, yeah. They made okay. this, they made this part of Disney Infinity as um, like a a mini game within the the major game. The major game. Yeah. yeah, that's right. So, okay. yeah, I, I was part of the reason I purchased the Captain America was one he looked awesome. But two, that I actually wanted to try this out and I knew I could try it out in Joe's. Yeah. So, yeah, ended okay. up working out for both of us. But, yeah, fun game. Another game they made that I really enjoyed but the load times just destroyed the experience for me was Mod Nation Races. Mm. Did either of you get to play that? It that was, was a like PlayStation a kart, 3 game? Yeah, kart racing um, yeah. sort of game. They ended up doing, I think, a Little Big Planet I was gonna say, one as well afterwards. One. But the Mod Nation one was really cool. Um, the, the way you could customise your character and your carts and make your own stages was fantastic. But the load time, like I bought the game when it came out. I think load times got better with some Do of the... you still have it? No. no? Oh, I've got rid of that. I've sold that off a long time ago. Um, I, and I didn't keep it for very long because of the because of that. But um, that was brilliant. And that was kind of, you know, that evolutionary step in kart racing where it was so easy to make your own stages. You could drive your little cart around and build the stage behind you. It would auto-populate the side of the stages. Um, there was so much great about that game. It just, like I said, just the low times. 
Um, yeah. It's quite sad that they, they've shut down. There's been quite a few big name developers that have. And when you look at the list of games that, um, that I know you looked up, Joe, it, it makes me quite sad. Like one of my, I know it was met with some, some issues, but Halo Master Chief Collection, I That's think was brilliant. a really awesome collection to have yeah. all the major Halo games on the one disc. And they were responsible for part of that as well. So yeah. it's, um, yeah, and that's a bit sad. Always sad when a developer shots too. It is. Yeah. Um, that also, things like Tomb Raider, the Definitive Edition. So they did a lot of, um, I think it was a lot of small bits of work on larger games, if I'm yeah, not mistaken. They, yeah. they might have started with that Mod Nations, and yeah, I think it just was kind of pieces here and there afterwards. So to United Front Gamings, we'll miss you. Yeah. All the best. Exactly. Um, okay. Other big piece of news. I've not played the original, but Red Dead Redemption 2 has been just announced this week. How have you not played the original? I just, what happened? It was it was Wild West and it's not sci-fi and you know what I like. Although I've heard it's amazing and I have not closed the door on playing it, but I just never got it, around it, to it. It is, it is beyond amazing. I think like I've not met anybody who does not like that game. No, it's, it's like for Rockstar, like everyone thinks Grand Theft Auto, but like Red Dead Redemption is definitely... Four people, the better title. For, for me, sorry. No, go on. I, I loved Red Dead, but I stopped at Mexico. I have seen what it, how it ends. I went online and watched all the videos and whatnot. Gotcha. I spent a lot of time in the game. When I got to Mexico, I ended up just kind of... So the, the Mexico moment yes. is, is a pivotal moment just in terms of how they present it. Yep. But I understand why you would have stopped in Mexico because suddenly the game, while it becomes larger, the dynamic kind of changes it did, in it. Yeah. And... It, it takes a while until you get out of Mexico and you sort of head back um, before it picks back up again. Yeah. But I do understand that, that there aren't many low points in the game, no. but that, that could definitely be considered. But I, I kind of got lost there, like in terms of not where to go next, but I got distracted. When I got there, I didn't, I wasn't interested in progressing the story because I, it wasn't so, um, the, the hook wasn't there the same as it, as it been up to that point. Not to say that the game isn't brilliant. The game is absolutely brilliant. Yep. Um, but I just would go off and do random different things on the side, play some multiplayer as well. Um, I got a great story. I found like there were so many great Easter eggs in that game and kind of one-off Easter eggs. One of the ones that I came across, I came across a horse um, drawing it um, with a carriage that I was um, kind of taking along. But there was um, strings going from the horse in the carriage right up into the sky and it was just amazing so as it was moving <laughs> it was like it was on a giant there was like a was in the sky, just in the middle of the game like just as i'm playing the game that just popped up out in the middle of nowhere it just was like i've never I'm, seen that I'm, well this is the thing about the game I've, I've looked up and there are so many videos and i i didn't have video capturing software then yeah. so i wasn't able to do anything about it i didn't i probably didn't even have like a good phone with a camera <laughs> yeah. at that time um but yeah, I remember doing it like that and I just would play around with it. I ended up killing the horse in the end and the strings are attached and whatnot still. But it was that was really cool. Like that was... That's amazing. It was really fun. Like, you know, and those sorts of things. And like are, the Those train, games are really tongue-in-cheek. Like, like when I say those games, I mean Rockstar games. Rockstar games, games yeah. 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 And that, that's what killed it for me was no helicopters or planes to steal. So I was kind of sad. You've got to play it. Play. Here's play. the thing, right? Like, I don't know what it costs on Xbox at the moment. There was a period of time it was about $12. And like, and I'm not talking about the 360. Like, it's backwards compatible now. Yeah. People were talking about where's the best place to play Red Dead Redemption in 2016. Yeah. And you know, in terms of like frames per second and how crystal clear it looks. And I mean, I can't tell a massive difference besides maybe a low time improvement. Yeah. But 
you know, you can backwards compatible, play on 360. I'm actually playing it technically on PC at the moment. So with the whole remote play feature, I've got that set up. I plug in my Xbox controller into my PC. I'm playing Red Dead Redemption on the PC. And that's something that people have wanted for a long time. Where is Red Dead Redemption on the PC? Rockstar were kind of notorious for poor ports in the past. Alliteration, um, and and uh, and you know what? Like, I mean, Grand Theft Auto Five ran ran quite well, from what I understand. Okay. Four had some problems, but yeah, no, Red Dead Redemption, you got to play it. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to Red Dead Redemption too. I'll, after, look, well, it's Rockstar. I think I've played every Grand Theft Auto game and every game of there since probably Grand Theft Auto Two or so. And yeah, the, the GTA Five was fantastic, really? just absolutely brilliant. On a side I, I note, to see this when you. When you talk about um, like Grand Theft Auto to people who aren't typically gamers, they have an idea in their head that it's about like a murder simulator. It's a murder I've simulator heard that from an adult that they're, that they're not. But I, I like I'm I'm genuinely no, excited. That was a murder simulator. No, 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 no. That was a murder simulator. I, I had somebody I worked with. <laughs> that was actually a murder about, simulator. Yeah. They say about their child that they're not going to allow their child to play a murder simulator. They were the words I, that, they, that that was used to me. Yeah, and I, and I get that. Um, yeah. I, look, when I used to work. Um, for for Toys R Us, like I took a small measure of delight in ruining little kids' hopes when they brought Grand Theft Auto. Up <laughs> it to is the not a game for children. It's no. absolutely not. But it's also like when people say the words "murder simulator," it implies that straight after you've played, we're all going to go jack a bunch exactly of cars right. and start killing yeah, people. Exactly. No, and, I mean I don't. I I had no intention of doing that. No, and that game was in a lot of ways so beautiful too. Like the the world and how yeah. they set it up and. Yeah, was... I remember you were telling me though that you know you had to be careful when you played it, especially with some of uh, what's the what are the characters' names? Michael, Michael um, Franklin, CJ. Was no, no, CJ. Franklin Franklin though is the one I'm thinking of. His friend Lamar. Yes, um, it's been ages since I played this. His friend Lamar has some of the best lines in the game. Yeah, he does. But it's like not suitable yeah. for, for you can't children. play as Trevor. Like, oh, I, no one oh can you can't. Play, you can't. Trevor's not even in the no, question. We've had a conversation no. about this before, and, and I and I actually wrote something just for fun once. I never published it or anything, but it was how to play Grand Theft Auto in front of your child because I, I when that was out, probably my son was probably three at the time or whatnot. Do you still have this? Um, Oh, the article yeah. I still have the article we can pop it up on, yeah. on, 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 on versusplayer.com yeah. when we're up and nice running plug. for sure yeah. Um, but yeah in that I said yes it, it, essentially there are ways to play Grand Theft Auto 5 in front of a kid and one of the one of the caveats was you cannot play as Trevor you can't do the missions but you just can't even Trevor just even zooming to Trevor, like that's, we all play when we played it. I'm sure you had it yeah. that time when you zoomed to Trevor, yeah. and he just got off the beach and he's like throwing somebody down or something yeah, yeah, and he's yeah. naked or in, in, in his in his um, undies, and that was like you just can't. Did you play much Grand Theft Auto, John? Yeah, and no, I, I played all the way through five. My favorite was appearing as Trevor on top of a mountain wearing ladies' lingerie. I remember that. <laughs> my, favorite, my favorite moment, then, like it's a Trevor moment as well, is you suddenly appear on a highway and you're on a scooter and you're riding beside somebody else. And this guy's like speeding up from, from what I remember, he's speeding up trying to get away from you. And he keeps screaming out to him, aren't you my scooter brother? Or something like that. It's like, scooter brother, scooter brother. And it's just the funniest thing because he just appears. He appears in the most random spots. Yeah, oh, he does. That is that feature alone of just like waking up wherever. Yeah. Like you kind of knew where Michael was going to wake up. Yeah. You kind of knew where Franklin was going to wake yeah. up. Um, do, do but Trevor, think, do you think it. with your posse in Red Dead, there's any chance in Red Dead 2 that they'll do something like that where you might be able to well, play as different, as different people and... 
you know, you can switch between them. But that would, for me, that would be really cool. Here's the thing, right? Everyone's going to say, oh, well, it's just Grand Theft Auto in the West. But it's exactly what it is. It's always been that. I have no problem with that. And I have no problem with that. And if they use the same engine and they use the same mechanic and you're swapping between two or three different people, then you know what? Like, yeah. awesome. I'll play as what, three. What would horse riding in first person be like, you think? You think you could do that? It, would it just be a horse's head blocking your view? I, I've never ridden a horse. I have no <laughs> idea. I've seen like. the latest yeah. Grand Theft Auto in first person because that was only on the Xbox One it was and enjoyable. PS4 editions. It was. I was yeah. that way, but... No, neither was. I, I, bought, I bought that game three times. I own it on the Xbox. I own it on the 360. I own it on the One. I own it on the PC. I'd love to get... I've on never done that A billion dollars yeah. in one day and still coming with, with Jace. <laughs> Actually, on that note, did you guys actually watch the video for Red Dead Redemption 2? I haven't. Didn't. You I didn't? have, yeah. Yeah, what do you think? Yeah, it, it's a very much a teaser. That it, Does it look like shot. Grand Theft Auto 5 in terms of the graphics? I watched it on my phone. It wasn't the greatest <laughs> example of where to watch okay. it. But no, it, it looked looked like Grand Theft Auto in terms of graphics. Yeah, the colour was really nice. I imagine like the skies. Like yeah, so, that's what I'm yeah, was, Do we know who the characters are? I'm assuming, it, uh, well, no, we don't know exactly. Because I'm, I'm getting a vibe. A this is a prequel. prequel. That's that's yeah. what that's what I've heard as well. Um, and yeah, I, I apparently the, the period of time that they might be going for is really the time, like in the Wild West, where it was the Wild West, like just in terms of the characters and stuff, like Wild. So early colonization. I believe so. Okay. Um, like, did you ever see? What was that TV show about the West? It was really really violent. It had Shane. I've forgotten his name. Oh, why can't I remember this show? It was super violent. Like, yeah, what was it called? I, I think I know uh, what you're talking about. It was about a town. Yeah. Oh, it'll come back to me at some point. Um, uh, all I'm thinking of is uh, Briscoe, the Briscoe kid with, what was that? Um, Bruce Campbell show. Oh, uh, yeah. No, <laughs> I haven't seen that either. On that note, we will probably come back Deadwood. to Deadwood. Sorry, it was Deadwood. Deadwood. There we go. Deadwood. We got I think it's like the Deadwood Worth era. And then there we go. Okay. Anyway, I think I could be wrong. Anyway, yeah. Let's move it along. Uh, one last piece for news and then we might move to another segment. Um, Okay, the news part's going to be small, but I think this is going to generate a really cool conversation. So recently, Knights of the Old Republic, oh, the yes. Star Wars game, the second one, so Knights of the Old Republic 2, KOTOR 2, KOTOR 2 got um, a big update, like massive update. This is 10 years after the game came out. Wait, are you saying like this is a re-release or are you saying they patched the game? Well, this is where, the, the, game. This is where the interest is going to come into play because yes, it was a patch and it gave it things like patch 4 and 5K resolution... And, and some really nuts features. Now, the discussion piece I want to have at the end of the news here is, what do we think about this current spate of remasters? Because there are a lot of games that have, like, if you look at the back catalog for backwards catalog for um, both the Xbox One and the PS4, there are a lot of games from the last generation yes, that have been remastered. A whole heap. Do we think that's a good practice, or do we prefer? where the developer just supports their game and gives us, you know, some updates occasionally that actually allow us to use it in a different way. Now, you know, console and PC and, and Mac and all that sort of stuff is really going to sort of dictate some of that. But, like, who's heard of a developer going back 10 years later and really adding some extra features? Here's the thing, though, right? KOTOR was a big game for its time. It's still still people talk about it. And I'm still obviously people still play it. It's such a cool thing to do when you... I, I haven't heard of anybody patching a game later on, but there are companies like uh, the people who made Divinity, Divinity Original Sin who create enhanced editions of the game. Okay. So Baldur's Gate had an enhanced edition and they resold it. But then um, 
the, the people who made Divinity, I've totally forgotten who they are. They're yeah, awesome. Um, they they went ahead and gave you an enhanced edition. So if you bought the original, the enhanced edition mm. just shows up. It's two separate things in Steam. You've got the original and you've got the version. Oh, yeah. well, Skyrim did the same thing on um, Steam as well, didn't they? Correct. They a, but Skyrim, I believe... Now they're doing a... A, definitive a or definitive, something. But they, they're charging you again. I don't think you get it for free. Although I think and PC players, uh, there's a smaller charge. So you potentially get a discount. Yeah, I'm but not sure. The, the thing that, but the thing is, and uh, you know, the same thing with, uh, there's a game called Titan Quest. From what right. I, I never played it, but from, it's like a Diablo-esque yes. sort of thing, but mythology. But they did sort of their own like definitive edition from what I understand. Okay. And again, that's awesome. The thing that makes it really, really difficult about patching a game that is so old Yes, it has like a pedigree and yes, everyone knows about it. Yeah. But there's something to be said from the marketing perspective of doing a remaster or the official edition yeah. because it means that people who didn't pay, play it in the past are more than likely going to go out and get it. Yeah. If this hits the news in a big way, and I, this is the first I've heard of it, then maybe it will do something for them. Fantastic that they're not charging people any money for it. But if the purpose of this is to bring new players in or potentially get ready for what a new... Knights of the Old Republic, which I believe might be a thing. Yeah. Um, well, there's the like, Old Republic. Right. Which is um, that... The MMO. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, I mean, look, if you're giving something away for free and you're putting yeah. in hours for free and you're doing all these upgrades. The thing is, though, I don't know if I want to see that game in 4K resolution. Like, what is that going to do? It's not... Yeah. yeah. I, I, I don't know about your opinion, Joe, but I'm very much... of. I think there's a place for both in the world yeah. and where a remaster brings something different to the game or bring something extra to the game, then I think there's a, a real place for it. But I think remasters for... Like, there was that remaster that came out last week for the, the Batman trilogy, yep. the Arkham trilogy, that was released on... It was only on, the two, first two games, I believe. I don't think it was the third one. The third one is already on the... Oh, yeah, right. It's returned also, Arkham's one of the Batmans yeah. was not made by the same company. The, Rockstar made Batman, right? That's Origins. Yeah. Origins right. wasn't part of it. And that's the yeah. only Batman game I haven't played. And if it was part of the remastered, like part of that, oh, you I would have I probably would have bought it. Yeah. And it was it was interesting the way it was released too, because there was a period there where we weren't sure when it was going to come out, and then suddenly appeared on disc for PS4. But I believe it's only digital for Xbox One, from what okay. I've seen. I could be wrong, but yeah. that's what I've seen so far this week. But all the video that I saw for it, and I only saw a little bit, mind you, out the front of an EB, but it, I mean, it looks a little bit sharper, but I don't think it looked so much better that I wanted to go and repurchase it. I'd rather just go track down the old copies and, and replay them, while something like uh, Halo Anniversary Edition, for me, being able to switch between the classic look and the updated look was like, oh, I guess it's cool. Now, I have a bias towards Halo, isn't, sure. Isn't it funny, though, when you do that, right? In your mind, you're playing it in the new graphics and you're like, this is how I remember it looking. And then yeah. you switch to the old graphics and you're like, absolutely, abs- absolutely yeah. not what I yep. think. But like, it's like I'm playing the new Gears of War and thinking back to Judgment, Judgment looked so good. It was amazing. And I'm sure side by side Gears of War 4 absolutely blows it out of the water. And it does look beautiful, but I still look at it and go, this looks, this, this is brilliant. More gameplay like Judgment. But yeah, I don't know. I, I, in my mind, I think that that's kind of still there, but Going back to the question about these remasters and all that sort of business, for me, where I, what I don't like is when you get something like the new Tomb Raider, the um, where that's come to PlayStation and it's come now a year later and they get all of the DLC, they get this new 
um, VR stage. You get all these extra things. And those of us, like myself, who bought it when it came out on Xbox straight away, if we want to get the DLC and all those same features, we still have to buy all that separately now. And it's going to cost us so much more than buying the disc separately or buying it, downloading it separately, just brand new on the PlayStation. Um, I feel a little bit cheated there sort of you know i i, I get it the, the, uh, the thing a, is though like you did get to play it a year before i did get to play it a year before and you got a way up like i get that completely that? yeah yeah but, you know i don't know i guess the the part a little part of me is like oh they, they're playing parts like, i didn't buy the dlc and i, I i'd like to play the this one of the bobby yeager yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Like there's one that's one. actually like a survival mode yeah where they they put her in the wilderness and they're like there's a hunger level yeah yeah and like she's got to stay warm and like and it, like I, I like that sort of stuff like yeah. I, I enjoy survival game components but that's the thing that i've noticed as well aside from remasters and this isn't just happening in games it's happening in movies or yeah. reboots like now there seems to be a thing you're talking about that year gap in between yeah it's sort of bordering on now we've got like I can play Battlefield 1 three days before everybody else if I pay more money. <laughs> yeah. You can play Forza if you get the Ultimate Edition. Yeah. A week before everyone else. This seems to, at well, the yeah. moment, be, besides Battlefield, maybe a bit of an Xbox thing. But And then the same with, with Gears of War. Yeah. You know? And, like, and I'm, I'm getting confused. And you know what? Like 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 we've maintained before, maintained before, like in Collector's Editions, you get statues and some Collector's Editions are great and some probably not worth the money, some are a little bit overpriced. Mm. But, like, the true value that you're getting out of your extra 20, 30 in yeah. Australia, sometimes 50 or more, mm-hmm. um, the true value you're getting is the time I get to play this before everyone else. Yeah. There's another factor that comes into that, and that is, for example, for Forza, there were a lot of problems from what I understood, especially for the PC component of it. And so, essentially, there are a whole bunch of people who are paying an extra 60 bucks to be beta testers for a game. <laughs> yeah, and that's, and that, that, we were talking before about that Mod Nation races. Yep. Like, that goes back to that. Like, I was right on the, you know, on the cusp of that. I got it straight away. Yeah. And then I got rid of it before they went and patched all these changes in to make it run a lot better. But that, I guess that's a, that's a different aside. I just, I'm, I'm seeing a trend. I think it's going to come, this discussion is going to come back again. I um, and no, it's not the first time we've had this discussion. No, it's it not. That's exactly right. No, um, but I, I think this is this is the yeah. new thing. Like the reboots and the remasters are one thing, and you know what? Like if they want to do it, and people want to buy the best version of it. Yeah, I, I agree with Jonathan. Though I love what they did with with the Halo games, where they really they it was so additive. It did look so much more incredible, and you know, having little bonuses and things. What they did with the Bioshock um, collection that sounds really cool. There's like a kind of an art gallery that you can walk around through that sort of bonus stuff for re releases, like where it's something new to it. I guess I'm contradicting myself with what I was saying about Tomb Raider there a little, but you know, that's that's cool as well. And the fact that there's more than one game in the package. That is also something, something with great. Gears of War four. I might have read this wrong. Was there a pre order bonus where you get every Gears of War game for free? Yeah, like they still get that on the shelf at Big W. Yeah, I've, that's insane. Yeah, like that as that backwards alone. compatibility. And I've given it and, to my brother in law because I've got them all on oh, downloaded already. Um, sorry if you guys didn't. I totally want one of those. Sorry, man. I'll ask him if he didn't put them all on. <laughs> Did, but, didn't um, you get them through Games of Gold or all four games? I, I, there was a period of time where I missed a lot of the 360 games ah, okay. with Gold where I don't think you could use the Xbox One to download them. Yes. And yeah, like I used to, I mean, I disconnected my 360. And oh, so see, like, both mine. well, it makes sense. I mean, you leave it plugged in, but then I'd only go in to do, like, yeah. there's so many, I get the games with Gold because they're free, but I haven't played most of them. 
Yeah. Like, it's not it's not saying it's a bad thing. I just, no, I just no. don't do that. But, like, I mean, if I see it there, I'm, I'm going to do it. And so I miss out on quite a few of them. Okay. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. That's cool. Cool. Well, on that note, I thought we might talk about a, a bit more uh, of a, a fun topic and something that really brings us together. It's a little topic I like to call, oh, actually, we all like to call over-encumbered. Yep. When we talk about the things that keep us going in between life and everything else, the games that we're playing right now, and who would like to talk about the games we're playing first? Joe? I'll go first, yeah, yeah. sure, sure. Um, well, I like I mentioned, I, I bought Gears 4. I probably, probably only put about two hours into it. Um, I'm loving it. I'm a big Gears fan. You know, the, the what they've done, um, the Coalition um, has picked up the kind of mantle that they're creating the game um, and they've made more Gears and they've done a really good job of it. The, I think the characters are really cool. I, I instantly like them. There was a really cool opening scene where there's an older character with you um, and he's very, you know, very sassy, very kind of, you know, he's got a real cool personality. Um, the enemies you fight, well, there's a little bit of a flashback at the beginning. I'm not going to spoil anything. Um, but there for, is for those of us that have played the Gears games before, is it, isn't this set like this is set well after or thirty years after? Yeah, so everything's first... settled and everything everything's all peachy at okay. the beginning of the game. You get a bit of a flashback in showing, you know, because you you ended seeing where Marcus and the other and, and his crew at the end of Gears Three, how it all ended. But you oh, saw okay. it from someone else's perspective, you know, who was where they were just getting bombarded by the horde. Um, but yeah, so you see a bit of flashback and then as you're progressing through the game at the beginning, you're facing some new enemies. Um, I'm not going to get into that. I don't want to spoil it because it was, it was a cool reveal. I, 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 I didn't know, you know, that was going to happen. Um, and then I've got to the part, that pivotal part, which is in the original trailers. Again, if you've seen the trailers, you know what I'm, what I'm talking about. Um, meta, meta character. Um, and that's about where I'm up to now, but I'm really enjoying it. And that's what I'll be playing for the next couple of weeks, but that's a nighttime game. That's a, kids are in bed game um you know it's not it's not it's very much a it's an r-rated in australia game um it's really cool though. you mentioned the word there a couple of times we'll jump back to what you're playing but you mentioned that a couple of times there's spoilers and what i've noticed is that with a lot of podcasts you want to be careful about what you're talking about because you don't want to spoil it for everyone out there yeah. who's listening but there are people who go and they get a game and they power through it and you know a game might have only come out like last week but people have finished it or they yeah. finished it twice yeah. and they want to talk about it and I think that at some point, perhaps at the end of this podcast or a separate podcast, we should have one where we just talk about spoilers. Oh, I'm happy to do that. And yeah. Ooh, like the spoilers podcast, spoilers podcast, totally. And we can we can just have have it so that we discuss where we're up to, or you know, if we're all comfortable with yeah. discussing it. If we, you know, for example, if we were to discuss something like Red Dead Redemption, as old as it is, yeah, you probably wouldn't mind listening to some of the, the spoilers, despite the fact that you haven't played it. Uh, and a game like that. I think, feel. I think we've sold him on actually playing it. That's a bad... Yeah, yeah. there is a statute of limits. Absolutely. Yeah, but, in, but, in, yeah, but in saying that, for, yeah. for the new games, I think yeah. that's something worth discussing. And maybe that's... And yeah, but so far, like, really, even if I were to say everything I've seen so far, it's not really going to spoil anything. The, um, the thing is, though, that you're you're saying, I don't want to spoil this, this is the beginning, I don't want to spoil this. Like, this makes me want to play it. Yeah. Like, it's... It sounds like it's like obviously it's a, quite a story driven first uh, third person shooter. Yeah, and, and but even without the story, the gameplay is there and it's really fun. Is it similar to the, the other titles? Yeah, yeah, so the cover system is still there. Yeah, the cover system still there. Chainsaw on the end of your gun. Yeah. How yeah. is it? Is it more violent and gory than the other ones? Was about about the so same? far no. So okay. far it's not. Um, but I'm sure it's I'm sure it's. Coming. But it hasn't been toned down. 
Well, that's, that's interesting. The enemies, the writing system changes. Yeah, too. the enemies that I'm fighting at, at the beginning, it, it can't really be that gory. Um, okay. But um, look, I, I'm a, like I said, I'm a big Gears fan. I really like the story of the Gears of War games, particularly as they went along. Um, and I love the way that they presented the story in Judgment. Um, but anyway, I'm enjoying this so far. Um, right. And I'm also playing a lot of Forza 4. I just saw today, um, John was over. Forza Horizon um, 2. 2. I say Forza yes. 4. Gears of War 4. Sorry. <laughs> Forza Horizon 2, um, set in Australia. Australia looks never looked more beautiful than a game. Um, Especially when I get to drive a uh, warthog through the sand dunes of Service Paradise. Oh, right on. Thank Service you for Paradise, the right up, just just near the Top Apostles. Exactly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which geography, ladies and gentlemen. Um, but no, they've done a great job um, realising a little small part of Australia, but that game's beautiful. I'm 50% of the way through my showcase. I've played a stupid amount of that game. I love it. Um, I'm just about to do a stage, and I can't. You can't spoil Forza, so sorry if someone gets upset by this. But I'm just about to do one of the showcase. Um, sorry, one of the, I forgot what they call them, show, big show events or something or another, where I'm going to drive and race against a jet plane. So oh, it's wow. awesome. So I've done one race against uh, speedboats. Um, I did one against a helicopter towing it with a car. I did I think one. That was in the demo. Wasn't yeah, it, it was. Yeah. It's really cool, and, and so I'm really enjoying that. Um, just the other day, though. Again, kids were in bed early and I thought, I've not, I went looked through my game list and I hadn't finished Mortal Kombat 10. And I, and I finished that, uh, the story of that, story of that, totally ridiculous. But I loved that there was a story and that they put so much effort they really did. into that story. That was really cool. And I've I got to say, there's something to be said about Mortal Kombat 10 because I try and get my girlfriend into as many games as I can. Yeah. And, you know, we're playing games, I mentioned before, we're playing games like Overcooked and yeah. Tricky Towers and yeah. all that sort of stuff. You've won me on both but of those. They're yeah. great games. But, but she loves um, Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Loves it. Okay. And there's, I mean, Mortal Kombat has always been a sort of button masher and things are cool. Yeah. Like, cool, cool things happen. And this one hasn't changed. And then there are, you know, like, I mean, they, they did introduce things like easy fatalities yeah. and stuff like that, which Ooh. is always great to see because I, I, I can that. never, I can never do the fatalities. Yeah, no, no, no. But, you know, you've got those, those power ups where you press both the back triggers and it makes you feel good. Like, yeah. And the beauty of Mortal Kombat 10 is you feel every punch. Like, there's a, there's a weightiness to it. Yeah. It's very brutal. And the thing about it is that, like, I, I've played games with my girlfriend where, you know, I'll hold back a little bit, yeah. but I mean, she can just go to town and start mashing the controller and like, I'm not in with a chance sometimes. Yeah. And it's, it's such a great game. Can I say, if you like that, give a go of um, Killer Instinct on the Xbox One. Similar, it, right? It's yeah, really, I need to do that. It is fun. And I've, I've bought a couple of the seasons when they've been on sale. I think the first two seasons, yep. the characters are diverse. They roster through them each week, I think it is. So you can... Try different ones out here and there. You'll have a couple for free anyway. Yeah. Um, that's a really fun game too. I'll check it out. But um, yeah. Besides that, they're the big three that I've been playing. Um, yeah, I, I enjoyed the I enjoyed the silly story of um, Mortal Kombat, but I'm still going with Spelunky. I've unlocked two more characters in that. Finally unlocked as a shortcut the... Um, You've done the Ice Cavern? The Ice Cavern, Ice World. So that's uh, the one where you have to carry the key. Is it? Did you carry a key from the very beginning of the game no. to the end? You haven't done that yet. No, I've not so, finished the game. I am still only up. I've, I've got I up haven't to got past the jungle the world. fourth world once. But just just with this, the ice cavern to unlock the end of the ice cavern, so that you've got access to the fourth section, which is like yeah. an Aztec pyramid type place. Um, you need to carry a key, which I'm sure you would have seen at the very beginning yes. of the game. All the way to the end. So I'm never going to unlock that. Is, is that the same key that you <laughs> can use to unlock? So long to do. It is chests to, un- and stuff. to unlock the chest. Okay. So you've got to hold that key and you've got to carry. You can use it as a weapon by throwing it yep. across. 
But I I have finished Spelunky, well, my version of finishing it. There's a whole extra right, game yeah. on top of that. But I've gotten up to Olmec, I think, as the boss, yep. like many times before, and I've beaten him. But I, I've i lost that data. It doesn't cloud save or anything like that on, on the PC. So I've had to replay this game from the beginning every time. But there's, there's something satisfying about unlocking these characters again and again. Mm, yeah. But I... I just said, well, I want to get that save back. And and so I started it again and I would play it every night and, and my girlfriend would watch TV and I'd just have it set up on my surface and I'd be playing. Yeah. And it took me like probably two, three weeks of just like a couple of hours just over yeah, and over again that. trying to get it. Yeah. It is so tedious, but it, it keeps getting you to come back. Yeah. But that key, it'll, it'll make you tear. Yeah. I, I don't think I'm ever going to be <laughs> progressing any further, but the cape got me further. Like I, did the, I had the oh, cape. Oh, you said about the cape. The cape is great. Cape is you ever had the jetpack? No, I've never had the jetpack. Get a jetpack. I used to yeah. teleport and ended up in a wall. That's yeah, tough. Yeah, that's how I died. So there are speed yeah. runs of this game, right? Where like um, you can most of the time the speed runs involve the teleport. Oh, really? They just figured out the, the placement. Ah. Um, but there's so many insane secrets in that game. Like one streamer found out, online streamer found out about a uh, uh, an eggplant, and if you carry the eggplant when you get it, and it's random that you even getting this eggplant mm. out of a chest from the shopkeep. If you throw the eggplant. At, I believe it is the last boss. And it's not the... There's two last bosses in this game. Okay. But if you throw it at him, he turns into like a giant eggplant. Like, <laughs> how do you... First of all, like, how do you even make it to the end yeah, holding this thing? That. Yeah. And second of all, how do you even think of something like that? Yeah. yeah. Um, it's, it's genius. It's such a great game. Yeah. I keep going back to it again and again. It never gets old. Every time I talk to you guys, I want to play it again. It's, it is so much It's fun. one of those funny games that I, I say I'll play to my fiance. I'll play it once or twice and then we'll do something yeah. and... You know, an hour and a half later, I'm still playing, it's, swearing at the screen. So yeah, no, oh, it, I really it, like it. Yeah, it, it is my first so much rage. It is my first tile in all of my tiles on my Xbox One. Is my Spelunky. So I'm just kind of that every now and then. Um, yeah, but besides that, like I said before, Marvel Battlegrounds, more Lego: The Force Awakens, and I got. Um, I've just got to say that game is, has got so much style Lego Star Wars The Force Awakens you unlock um, you, you find red bricks and there was one red brick that we got um, when my son and I were playing and it's called The Funk Awakens and you put it on and everyone just starts dancing and like the, the really cool dance moves the robots are doing the robot yeah. and all this cool music's playing in the background but it, it was it was really cool those games um, are quite charming yeah they're, they're, oh, games. And, and the thing about those games is yeah you just you spend so long because you got to play it once and you got to play it a second time with all the characters unlocked and to, to get the bonuses to get all the bricks and all the little mini kits and all that but um, yeah there's just so much to it um, and the other one um, and Jono has been playing this one too I oh, had, had a bit of a go is um, on the iPhone um, is really bad chess which is a chess game um, and I got the recommendation I was reading on Kotaku and, and I, I thought this is great I'm, you know something different for chess where you've got same number of pieces as you normally do, but they're randomized. So you, you still have one king, but you might have in your where your pawns are, you might have you know three bishops or something like yeah. that, or knights or something. And your opponent has like a random kind of equally matched set as well. Although there are daily challenges, weekly challenges, which make it more complicated, but it's really fun, a different way to kind of approach it. Anyone who's interested in chess, I recommend it. Well, the way I was just playing just before we started this podcast, I had three queens and he had like five bishops and yeah. I got absolutely creamed. So, you know, very interesting games. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's pretty much it for me. I'm, there's probably other things, but they're the main ones. All right. But Forza, I can't recommend it enough. Okay. Yeah, it was nice and pretty. Yeah, very so pretty. Good. That warthog. Yeah. Okay. Um, do you want to go first or shall I, Jess? Don't mind. So that's 
yes, you want me to go because you've got nothing. Oh, you, oh you, I've got you stuff. Go. I can talk for a while. Go nuts. All right. I'm going to go with the new, 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 new releases. Yep. Battlefield 1. Yep. The interesting thing about Battlefield 1, especially on the PC, was that they did something called uh, EA Access or Origin Access. I don't know. Yeah. They've changed whatever they are. EA one's Access for PC, one's for console. Yeah. And what they said was that if you pay us um, $6.99 Australian dollars, we will let you play Battlefield 1 for 10 hours. So you're essentially paying what, 7 bucks to play 10 hours of this game and then that's it. But don't you get access to the EA Vault for the month? Not only well? do you get access to the EA Vault, which is has quite a lot of good games, and it's got like like Plants vs Zombies yeah, uh, two, but Waterfair, and that's a great game as well. Yeah. Um, but it's it's got some like pretty up to date stuff, and like it's it's absolutely, and you know the Mass Effect games and stuff if you haven't played them, yeah. and, uh, Titan and Titanfall's, and Titanfall's in there. Did Star Wars Battlefront get added to it recently? I or don't. Was that I think later? it has. I, I think not. it's coming soon. But here's cool. the thing, right? It gives you ten percent off your purchases anyway. Oh really? Like, like when I heard about this, I was just like, "Well, I'm not going to pay seven bucks for ten hours." Yeah. But I mean, at the same point, like a beer at the pub gives me about five minutes of pleasure. <laughs> so, like, I'm like, "All right, fair enough. I'll I'll pay the cash because I love the beta." Yeah, and and it was absolutely worth it. And those ten hours flew. And the the condition was you, you do this, but the way I saw it as well was, "Well, it's going to give me ten percent off my purchase. Yeah. I'm making my money back, and then some. Yeah, I might as well do it." Well, in Australia, and most definitely, absolutely. And it did. The thing about that though is that like it then. I don't know how this happened, but it led me to get the early enlister edition, which says the there's all editions for everything. There's standard yeah. and early enlister and deluxe and yeah. ultimate and blah blah blah. But the bottom line is that if I've, uh, I've heard the top of the line edition actually sends you back to World War One to fight so that I can <laughs> control you later. But you know, but you don't want this edition. Yeah, I didn't. I don't tell you that's the edition I want. But the, the thing is, like, I went all right. Well, so you're telling me I get to play this three days early, and you would think that you know, like, I'd have a little bit of patience and and. and you know, no, but I, I, I didn't didn't think that about you. I didn't. No, thank you. <laughs> the, anyway, the bottom line is like, I couldn't wait. And so I was like, well, I'm going to give you an extra 30 bucks or whatever it is so that I can play this three days early. And I said to, to my friends, like, this is what I'm going to do. And then they're like, well, well that's what I'm going to do. And so, you know, like it, there's something genius in it. Like yeah. they, they gave, they gave us the taste. It's sort of sounding like, you know, like they've given us a taste and then they've, they've said, well, all right, like, what do you think? And then I'm like, well, I like what you're selling. And then I've started saying to my friends, I'm, I'm going to play three days early. And I'm like, well, we can't let you get ahead of us. <laughs> so then I've suddenly been like, well, you want to taste. And then, then they, they yeah. you know, and it's, and then all of a sudden we're all, we're all playing. I guess in some ways it's kind of like the, the, them, the developers, the publishers, um, sorry, um, kind of playing around with the different pricing models because we're still all fixated on, you know, a game costs this much, a budget game costs yeah, this absolutely. much, an iPhone game, a downloadable game, although that's kind of really changed in the last year or so. But um, that's probably their way of saying, you know, this is, for some people, this game is worth, how much was it? A hundred and... I pay, so it was a hundred and, I think, nine. I paid like 98 after the discount. Yeah. So some people, are, this game is worth more than you would otherwise pay, particularly on PC. Like PC games generally, what, 60 to $70? It really depends. Like, yeah. I mean, this one here is, um, it, that's like, there's a whole separate chat about this, but I mean, most of the games you buy are on Steam and they charge you US dollars. Yeah. And yeah. they charge you more on top of that. Yeah. The cool thing that like Origin seems to be doing, I really sound like I'm selling Origin, but Origin's had a bad rap for a long time. No, they just, they've been like the poor cousin of Steam yeah. and now they're kind of up in their game. And the thing that works for Australians is that at least it's in Australian price. Yeah. It kind of matches up anyway. The bottom line is I would never have done this for anything else. But Battlefield 1 takes me back to when I was a teenager playing 1942 in LAN cafes. Yeah. We don't play in LAN cafes anymore. We're all playing at home. But 
I got together with a whole bunch of my school friends. We're playing it. Uh, if we weren't talking right now, I'd be playing it. <laughs> like, it's so polished. It's so well done. It's the one of the best looking games I've ever played. And it's a multiplayer game. Awesome. Yeah. So, like... I mean, normally they dial it down a little bit yeah, in multiplayer, yeah. multiplayer games, but it's just, it's full on. Um, See, this is where I'm glad I have no available money to spend on it and a PC that could run it. So, because you've just sold me on it. Oh, it's it's unbelievable. And like, I'll talk about it for a little bit. Um, it, it It's standard battlefield, but they've, they've inca- and it's hard to say that they've captured World War One perfectly. I wasn't in World War One. I haven't seen many movies on it. That's what happens when like, you don't buy that edition. When I should have got the <laughs> ultimate edition so I could go back and really experience it. But like, there's, I mean, Battlefield is about guns, yeah. but they've, and, and typically it's about vehicles as well. But the vehicle stuff sort of takes, like getting in a plane, it's essentially, the plane's made, the plane is made of paper. Yeah. Like it's going to get dropped. Ah, um, yeah. But like, I mean, the tanks are really, really interesting and all those vehicles, mm. but They've done something where they've made the melee combat in the game cool. And you just, you, you know, you're on one side of the hill. There's something about going over a hill and hitting that sort of that horizon and you don't know what's going to be on. You can hear it, but you can't yeah. see it. And just suddenly people are in formation. And it's not, the game hasn't created this. It's just the way people naturally move. They're checking to see who's being taken out. Like next to them, you're seeing people drop. The, like the sound is just unbelievable. Like with bullets whizzing past you and you get over that hill and then over the other side, it's just the same the enemies coming over the hill yeah. and they're all running into each other and you can, you know, you can press a button to like charge with a bayonet. People are beating each other to death with shovels and bats. And then, you know, like it's, a, it's a beautiful sunny day on the battlefield. And then all of a sudden, like the rain or the sandstorm or the weather rolls in, you can't see anything, even getting behind a tank and just having the tank pick up the dust. It's not just a visual effect. You cannot see. <laughs> that um, so cool. It's like... It, it sounds is, really tense it's, straight well. up, it's super tense. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm stressed, but I'm shouting and, like... I mean, my poor girlfriend, like, I'm scaring her every five minutes because I'm like, oh! You know, and, like... <laughs> you know, and, and it's, it is scary because, I mean, even in melee combat, if you get stabbed from behind... I don't know if you've seen it in, like, Battlefield 4, but in Battlefield 1, you just... It's sudden... Like, I mean, you're in first person anyway, but a knife just comes around and like you look down and you see this knife like hit you and then you turn around to see the face of the person who's killed you. And I don't know if you've seen Saving Private Ryan, but there's a scene in it where these two guys are having a battle on some steps and the the German soldier gets a knife and slowly pushes it into and he's like, and he has this sort of moment. And there are just scenes in there where you feel like you're somehow emotionally connected to the person who's just like killed you and you're just like, man, I'm going to take you out. All right, compare that to Limbo. Those, the, the limbo deaths. Man, it's like, I mean, they're two different games. But that, like those limbo, you're just making this sound as creepy as that, honestly, to me. It sounds, they're, they're, it sounds like, really cool. I mean, but it's... Not, not, cool, but I totally yeah. get it. No, like, I mean, war is a scary thing yeah, and like, and they've really encaptured that in some way, the way that people move in the game. It almost seems like it's scripted, but it's not. Yeah. Um, and just the things like being squad leader and blowing a whistle, <coughs> saying like, go, 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 and yeah. hearing, you hear the whistle and, and like it, it makes you sort of like, it points you in a direction and um, there's a real emphasis and a big reward on being part of a squad and being okay. team players. If you awesome. say, we're going to capture point A to your squad you, you know, and you do it, you yeah. get more points. That's how you win. Oh, okay. And people aren't really doing it. They aren't at the moment. They aren't like medics aren't at the moment really reviving other medics, uh, sorry, other players. Um, and like there isn't really a sense of teamwork just yet. And is it working are, with you and your mates though? Absolutely. So when you play with your mates, are you doing like a specific game mode or you're kind of going between everything? We, we jump between all sorts of different things. Anything, anything new? Anything new with your game modes or you're just... No, so like, I mean, it's your standard sort of conquest and yeah. deathmatch. There is a mode called Operations, which makes it a little bit like 
uh, kind of like what Titanfall did with like a story. Oh, yeah, yeah, like you cool. can do like okay, we're going to do like the Italy portion of it, or we're going to do like the like just different sections. Yeah, I like that. Um, that that's really really cool. And there's a story. They play like a little clip beforehand nice. and, and all that sort of stuff. Um, but no, it's just it's just a different game. Like and it's like to the other battlefields at least. Awesome. Um, and they do they're not doing in app purchases so far. You think that they would, um, but like you you get battle packs. These things called battle packs, and you would expect to go. Well, here's your battle pack, or you can pay three ninety nine like for a collection of four. Gears they, does that. They don't do it, and okay. they, it's just skins for your guns. They, they, not only that, you don't get a better gun. Like you're not getting like a yeah. gun that's going to be everybody. It just makes your gun look cooler, yeah. and only you see it. Uh, like sorry, other people can see the skins, but like it's just most of the time people aren't going to come up and inspect your gun. Yeah, like yeah, you know what I mean. Too quick. Um, it is absolutely. It's it's really really cool. cool. Um, and yeah, I definitely play it. Um, and just quickly as well um played about three turns of civ six yes. today so which, which nice. is hard like i had to go to work i was late <laughs> but i had to go to work and like there isn't such thing as like one or two turns in civ no like you but would you, think you that did I'm, well to get away with just three. Uh, yeah i was i was really really impressed it looks cool it, like <laughs> it has a cartoony vibe um people were kind of thinking it looked like a mobile game initially um it's just stylish it's yeah. cool it's civ um i haven't dived into it too much yet but I knew I was going to love it Yeah. Um, and that's it's going to be so hard with Battlefield and Civ like you know I'm not going to have time to do anything else yeah very cool. and they're very different games so it's, it's nice it sort of balances out between what sort of mood you're in at any point in time it almost they accompany each other in such a good way where Battlefield I really only want to play when my friends are available Yeah. it's a great game by yourself but I get that sort of downtime. With Battlefield, will you play the single player or are you just going to stick to the I played the single player. player. I played the oh, first nice. two levels of the single player and it's hands down one of the best campaigns I've played. And it's so it's it's so immersive. Yeah. It's not just like a movie. There's just... They... Just to give you a quick example, to get you into the game, you play as a character and, and they say like, you know, shoot in this direction and you're shooting and you're like, well, how long is this going to go on for? And then you get taken out pretty quickly. And then suddenly a name flashes up on the screen that says, this is when they were born and this is when they died. Mm. And then it goes kind of like uh, Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, it, it takes out time. and goes into another guy and he's okay. in a tank. Oh, wow. And then he gets killed. And he's like, this person. And most of these people are like 19, 18 years old, Jeez. you know. Yeah. And it really brings it home. Yeah. And um, I was shocked by it. People, mm. are, people are saying great things about the cool. campaign. Yeah, I've heard wonderful things. Battlefield 4's campaign, not so great, but this... Oh, I, nice. I really wanted to like Battlefield 4's campaign. I played about three hours in and I found it pretty average. But then there was that uh, era where, for some reason, the single-player campaigns were linked to online. Yep. And it wiped a whole heap of people's progress at a, on a certain date when the game first came out. And I lost that three hours and I've just never touched the game again since, yeah. well, this, which this, is really this, sad. This Battlefield sounds very different to the last Battlefield single-player game that I played, which was Battlefield Hardline, which couldn't have been more different because that was like a you know B-grade TV cop show yep. and I just went around arresting everybody. But anyway, anything else you've been playing, Jase? No. I, I mean, if you gave me another hour to talk about Battlefield, I'm not going to do it. So... Yeah, go ahead. Oh, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Um, <laughs> well, I've been very budget focused this month, so I've been playing um, some old games. Oh, nice. so I cracked out Splinter Cell Conviction on oh. on the Xbox 360 game because I hadn't played it in ages, and I played it on my alternate profile. A lot of people didn't like Conviction. Probably the best one. Oh, absolutely! It was brilliant. Such a great Sorry, game. No, no disrespect to Chaos Theory. 
but conviction. No, it was so the good. The way you moved. Yeah. Oh, well, you Counter Theory was all about the multiplayer for me, I think. I don't know about you. Did you play multiplayer in Counter Yes. Yeah. Oh, so good. Did we all play this? Yeah, we didn't we, play together. I don't know if we played I don't think together. we played. Oh, maybe once. We, Jono and I, we might have played yeah, together. Yeah, I think Chaos so. Theory is the best multiplayer game. Oh, it's played. so good. It, Spies actually, versus yeah. Mercs is the best yeah. game. On it's that, incredible. Yeah. shall we do it again sometime soon? Can we? Yeah, I've got it set up. By the way, Blacklist has their own version of it, and it's quite good. Oh, really? They do. There's, they they read they came back with like spies versus mercs yes like the old I knew stuff that, yeah. conviction didn't happen no um and it's it's that's it's honestly yeah. just as good okay that mark, was it mark and execute is that what they called mark it? and execute that was oh, so much fun it so, made it feel so cool so playing it the second time around and getting all the achievements again um the thing I liked the most I played on rookie because I thought I just want to plow through it yeah. I just want to experience it again. I felt like a god. Yeah. I'd, I'd walk into a room and everybody dropped. <laughs> it was just, oh, and you'd, you'd sidle up behind a guy and take yeah. him out quietly and then just kill everybody else in the room. Um, and I really enjoyed the storyline. So I had so much fun. I actually, it didn't take me long to push my way through it. And it's um, left me wanting to try and find a cheap copy so we can all experience it together. I'd forgotten that the, there was a co-op campaign where you played as an American and a Russian uh, spy and it's actually the prequel to the main story we played this we played this we yes, played we this did. and we got we to played the end a of the game we, we can do spoilers on this yeah like oh, this yeah. is do you do you remember what happens at the end I, I don't remember, remember what happens the game. I, don't, I never played the this is why I want to play the game because I'd forgotten what happened who won who won that shoot oh, you don't remember do you I do remember because it's you <laughs> <laughs> so this is sorry this is your no 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 tell the story so you play this co-op campaign one's American one's a Russian yeah correct and you're going together and you're doing cool stuff you're like boosting people over (laughs) walls and there's like you're blowing up walls to get through them and you're doing mark and executes like back to back like (laughs) kind of like it's 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 full on we had a great time and then the game ends and then suddenly we're on the what's the name of the airship in the game? No, no it was just we were on a like a, a transport heading we're on back. Like a transport, we're heading back and like yeah. because one's Russian one, and then like this is this is exactly what happened in my mind. Your character is like in a I think like a bathroom area looking in the mirror. Yes, and he, you get a command coming from your which captain, only I hear. Only hear, and then I I don't know how the, this is the way I remember it. I hear Jonathan go, huh. And then, and then a second, and then a second later, I like. I don't think my Russian guy gets the information at the same time he gets no. his information. I feel like he got his first. And then I heard the uh, and then I just thought to myself, "This is too like." And I'm just like, "Hey, man, where are you?" And and he's just like, "Oh yeah, I'm 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 around." And like all of a sudden, the camaraderie we had, like you know, let me boost you quick, <laughs> yeah, like help me. All, that, all of a sudden, we just having. And I said, "Oh, you want to come and meet me, like in the middle of the <laughs> middle of the ship?" And then, and it turned us. We turned on each other because we knew what we had to do. This, is like, both, this is like the end of Double Dragon. So, oh, dude, like, it is. We knew, like we knew I what we had to do. About but this. like we were, we were friends, and we were working together. And I'm not going to reveal and say to him, like, "Look, my commander wants me to kill you," because like I knew the game, the way the game worked. There wasn't going to be like a shake hands button. Like we had to kill each other, and he knew it too. And you only get one go at this. Like we could play this again, but I would, I would, or he would forever be the person who got that yeah. kill. Like you can't, no, you it. can't relive it. It's such a great moment. And it was, it was such a shootout. And like he's behind a box, and I'm behind a box. And eventually, I got up behind him. And all I wanted to do was, I wanted to get up and take him out. Yeah. Like I didn't want to do. Like there was no, no guns. You wanted to, like you this wanted to hold him as you put him out. And like, like oh, absolutely. And like, and it eyes. was such a difficult thing to get to him. And like. You know, if you hesitate, then you'll probably slip up. And if you rush it too quickly, he'll turn around and take the shot. And he, there was something about the way his character turned that I was like, I've stuffed this. 
like he's going to turn around and take me out and I got him do you yeah. agree that I got you did that is that what actually occurred because this is the way I like to remember it but well, I might be wrong see the you problem can tell is a now, story. well now I'm confused because I can't remember which one of us killed the other one but I do okay so here's my point of view yep I got the message and went oh, yeah. oh okay and thinking that you had gotten the same message at the same time so I, I don't no even idea. know if my character got the message and, and this I is I don't think he did this sounds so cool. What a great we gotta look up. Game. We gotta look this up. Yeah, and we'd never talked about this before. We just no, knew that it, it ended happened. with us trying to kill each other. And oh, now I'm wondering. I can't remember who. The funny who. thing is, I recall playing it quite late at night. Yeah, and it was like it was the, the game was at its point where we were like we probably should switch this off. But then we realised we'd finished yeah. it, and so therefore we had this last sequence. And it just sort of ended where, like, I'd killed him. And there wasn't any, like, big gloating from me. No, no, no. It was just like, good game, mate, good game. And then he went off his own. Like, he yeah, 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 yeah. signed off and I signed off. And, like, I just remember going to bed, like, thinking to myself, man, that's a game. That like, was. it's it was such a cool moment. And we'd never talked about it. No, we hadn't. That's so I don't weird. know why, yeah. That's I feel it. like that's a moment that we, we should have, like, we should have probably, like, called yeah. each other up about it. Yeah, but exactly. We didn't do it. We're only no. talking about it now, what, five years, six yeah. years later, probably more. Versus player bringing you guys together. Oh, exactly. It was, uh, and you know what? I'd love to play through that again, but Jason's right. We're never going to have no. that, that moment that again. Moment again. No, that's, that's and anyone cool. who's listening, I feel really sorry if we've just ruined that for you and you'd like to go and play it now. But you know what? Maybe you can convince some Rube to... Absolutely. To- <laughs> the thing is, you know what? Like, even if you convince them, it doesn't mean that they're not going to take you out. Exactly. Like, or because you have the heads up on it... it they nah. can still get the drop on you. And the great thing is that at least they don't have that heads up in terms of it doesn't spoil the surprise for them. They just suddenly get the, oh, moment. <laughs> yeah. Was, yeah. Oh, such a great game. Yep. Um, so I'm loving it. And I'd really, again, there's, I'm building a collection where I want us to just go through and play some old stuff again. And this is one of the ones I'm yeah, trying nice. to track down. The great thing, if you're out there and you want to play this game, um, it is about six bucks pre-owned. Get it. You will not regret what you've done. You know what? I think it may have possibly been a free game on... Ubisoft give out free games now. They do. And I think it might have been... One of the Splinter Cells was. Um, That's right. It's still available on PC as well, isn't it? It was PC and Xbox. Yeah, I think it's pretty cheap on on PC as well. Origin, speaking of Origin, before you were giving that nice advert for it, they did... I swear to God, I'm not paid by Origin. (laughs) Like, they just just happen to have a cool game. But Origin, EA, if you want to give us stuff, like, we're not going to send it. Please. Um, but they they give out free games as well um, every now they and do. as well, which yeah. is really cool. What a what a great way to kind of you know these yeah. old games that really probably not bringing them in much money or no, you know until the remaster comes out. Yeah. <laughs> but, well, well, being a Mac really user cool. these days, and I I do occasionally miss having a PC from a gaming point of view. You should. I and should miss it. Well, I do, and <laughs> it's it's actually you know what it's something on my list of things I'd like to correct and get a gaming PC, but it, it'll happen when I you know. Uh, I mean, hell freezes over probably, but uh, it doesn't mean that I don't want one. But most of the games have been um, PC-focused, but there have been a couple of Mac ones. So, yeah, you know, it's, it's nice that there's still some... Yeah. Of Linux is getting, like, a pretty good rap as well. Like, they're yeah. starting to get some games on, on their side, which is good. Cool. Which um, I really like because the more we level the playing field, the more everyone gets to experience these really cool moments. Yeah. And I think that's the most important thing. Speaking of cross-play... Yes. It's finally an actual thing. Was it Rocket League that did it? Rocket League. Yes. So, and I don't believe PC is involved in that crossplay. No. No, no, they aren't. Okay. I thought PC was involved with PlayStation. Because that's actually crossplay. Yeah. Like, when I'm just crossing, like, No, I thought originally it was. But even that's a big 
PlayStation, yeah. PlayStation and Xbox being able to play together. It's a big deal, but I feel like we're getting to that point now where like doesn't matter what you've got, we can all just. What was play. that game on Xbox? Um, Shadow Shadow Run. Shadow Run. There's a few different Shadow Runs, but this was yeah. like a yeah they did that, didn't they? They did that. Originally. Oh no, that was only PC Xbox. PC Xbox. Yeah. 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 Um, and the other game, I haven't had a lot of time to play games lately, but there's one other game that I pulled out of the archives and. When I first got it, I got it back in 2011. It's a DS game. I'll reveal the name in a minute, but I'll, I'll, I'll build up the story. I like <laughs> he's going to build up the story. He's going to wait for show to pop out again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> love a good story. But, um, so this game I bought back in 2011, and it didn't get a very wide release in Australia. In fact, I saw it probably about two, three months after I purchased it online from overseas. So it doesn't contain Mario? It doesn't. The DS game... Um, <laughs> In the vein of your Metroid, Castlevania type or Castlevania type games, and um, but on the Aliens franchise. So I love the original Aliens movie by um, James Cameron. Yeah. Oh, even just the sound of the machine guns in that um, movie were just absolutely amazing. On the DS, it's called Alien Infestation. Cool. And they've taken the sound recordings for the. the Is this a top-down game? No, no. So think of um, Castlevania. Um, yeah. So side scrolling, oh, you know, levels, and you unlock it by getting keys oh. and getting. Did, did you ever play a game, an, an Aliens game on Game Boy? Am I imagining? Did I play, did I play it on Game Boy? Wait, hold on. Game did this guy have like a big? It almost looked like an Aliens gun. It would come out. No, it was like Contra. It was side. Yeah, it was side scrolling. And I remember yeah. going through like no. you, you go through the air vents and things. Um, I feel like I've played that game. Me- uh, Mega Drive. There was Alien Three. You played as a shaved head Sigourney Weaver. No, no I legitimately think this was like an on Game Boy or something. Of like, oh, really? Yeah, yeah we'll have to look it up. There are a lot of okay. Alien games. So there are. Yeah. It's but cool it's, it's finding a good one can be really tough because yeah. there's been some really crappy Aliens games as well. Probably more recently than that. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah, yeah. true. Exactly. But um, so when I first got it, I think I played it for maybe an hour or two and I, I enjoyed it, but I wasn't really enthused with it. And I realized now, having picked it up, you know, five years later and tried it again, that the thing that was holding me back was I kept on trying to make sure my character survived. Yeah. And you have four characters that you start off with. And if one dies, the other one takes its place. They're just Marines. Um, Man, did you ever play Cannon Fodder? Yes, years and years ago. Cannon Fodder is like that. Like somebody dies and then... But like, are you... Do you have time to get attached to these characters? Um, like, is well, it... They've got a little just... backstory. The art okay. for them is done by... Um, oh, what's his name? Chris... I think it's Bahio. He was an artist um, in the 90s in particular for... Uh, so X-Men comics yeah, he's got cool. a really unique art style yeah. and he's done all the art for the characters as they flash up on screen yeah. and they're all really unique but there's 19 marines that you can unlock through the course of the game and what I didn't realise is the only way you can get a new marine to join your squad of four is by having one die oh. <laughs> otherwise they they stand there and they wait yeah. um, on that level they wait for their turn to die uh, yeah, or they basically say hey, oh, I don't want to come with you right now yeah. I'm, I'm holding my spot um, but if you come back to them later and you've got a spot in your, your crew, they'll go, okay, I'll join you now. And so suddenly having the the idea of not having to let my character, you know, I could let my character die if it happens. In fact, I started to pick the ones I like the least and run around with them and let them die. <laughs> <laughs> then I could get the next character and find it out. And then suddenly the game Was it a random amazing. order or was it always like there was a certain order that they would come in? Um, they, they were just in certain parts. So, oh, okay, if, I get it. If you've ever seen the original Aliens yep. movie, yeah, yeah. the you start on the Solaco, the the spaceship the Marines originally got to the planet on, and you're it's been found drifting. So it's set after uh, I think Aliens or Alien Three, 
and it's been found drifting and you're going to try and figure out what's going on yeah. and there's aliens all on board it and you, you kill them with your really? machine guns and you you know collect extra weapons as you go along and then you lose guys and you're meant to lose guys because then you can replace them with someone else I mean I've heard of people going that through really cool yeah that was, sounds awesome so much fun but you keep coming back to the Solarco so it's the last level you play on it but you go to other planets and um, unlock different areas and yeah a lot of fun oh, this is on DS on DS yeah cool yeah it makes a good use of the dual screen on the bottom screen when you it's like with sensors and stuff yeah exactly yeah, that yeah, it's yeah. the motion tracker yeah, yeah, yeah but you only get that once you get the map data on the level so you usually got to go through like a couple of levels would you say that there are like it's like is it a scary game like I know it's, it's on the DS it's a side scroller so you're seeing what's coming but are there elements of like you know what I mean like they had that Aliens game I forgot the name of it the one that came out recently Isolation Isolation and like it was essentially a survival horror game. Yes, um, it does have its moments because you'll hear the tracker go beep 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 beep, and then you know you can see the dots on the screen. You know something's about to jump down on you, and you've got this much health, and this the next save point is a, a couple of you know um, rooms over. So you're trying to rush your way through. Unless of course you get to what I'm doing now, and you just don't care about that character. And you're, <laughs> oh, he's died! Oh my god, I can get a new character. <laughs> Can I tell you a quick story? Yeah, of course. So last night I went to an event in Sydney at the Oxford Art Factory called Insert Coins. Yes, yes. And really, really cool, run by a great guy named Patch. Um, and basically bring in arcade machines, 15 bucks at the door. And <gasps> you're you not going to tell me what I think you're going to tell me. And you get, oh, I don't know. And you get like, you play these games for free. Yeah. Like, I mean, you pay you 15 bucks, but I mean, you can play whatever you want, right? And there's, there's classics there. It's a great night. And each time they have a theme. So one of the biggest ones I had was when the Street Fighter Five launch came out. Oh, yeah. They had like a line around the corner. Nice. They did one for Uncharted. Um, oh, wow. And uh, for this one, it was for Resident Evil 7. Oh, well, okay. And so the theme was spectacular and people are dressing up and, you know, I showed you some cool pictures of yeah. some cosplayers there and stuff. And, like, some of those cosplayers, honestly, like, amazing. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, basically, they had a whole bunch of screens set up and all it said was Resident Evil 7 Lantern. And the reason I'm talking about this is that the Alien game reminded me of it. So Resident Evil, typically the movement style in those games, I would call is quite robotic. Yeah, yeah. The way that they turn and yeah, yeah. yeah. But I mean, it, it works with the game and it adds to, yeah. especially with Resi Four and stuff like that. Oh, it the adds, suspense is it adds to, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But now they've almost taken like an amnesia. Did you ever play Amnesia? No, um, you didn't remember it. <laughs> oh, no, um, so yeah, sorry. Um, no, no, sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, so Amnesia was. Like you feel a real sense of being pursued in this game, right? And so it was cool. I was I was with one of my friends, my girlfriend, another mate of mine, and they had all these couches set up. And so uh, one of my mates picks up the PlayStation Four controller, sits down, and then my girlfriend sits down next to him, and I say, "Put on these headphones." And she'd already seen what happens in the game. So the yeah. trailer's called Lantern, and what happens is this really creepy woman basically screams at you with a lantern, like yeah. she's pursuing you. And then if she gets close to you, you get this sort of first person gross look of her face and she yeah. like palms your face and you drop and game over. And then you start again and you get another go. Um, and I think the way the demo starts out is it just says, um, try to survive or something like that. Yeah. Um, or don't, don't get caught. Anyway, so she knew had an indication if I put on these headphones, like I know what this game is going to sound like. But it very much seems to be sort of a game where sound is a big, like a big sort of yeah. Yeah. thing to be able to get through. It's like a, yeah. And so, um, so she put on these headphones and, you know, my friend is just playing it sort of fairly stone faced and like, this is what I've got to do. I understand it. But she's clearly hearing things that he can't see. <laughs> like when he sees the enemy, he's like, well, okay, this is the enemy. I'm going to do this. But she's like hearing stuff and she's moving her head around like in such a way that there's like, like clearly the enemy is either behind this, this creepy yeah. woman is behind you or like whatever. And 
and like there were just so many times where she's putting her hands up to take off the headphones she's like oh no and like and she was helping him in a way because he kept looking at her and he kept sort of going like what are you hearing like like help me out here like let's work as a team all he had to do was put on the headphones but it was such a cool thing yeah and she got into it and and so you you escape this this enemy and and you go down a corridor and this the the woman we couldn't hear her but she's saying some really profane and horrible things and the, this game is really capturing like like a grotesque kind of macabre horror. Okay. Like you end up down in a hole and you hear the woman screaming at you oh. saying all these horrible things to you. And then suddenly you're another character and you're sitting at a dinner table with that woman there and some other people. This and does you're not being, sound fun It's not all. fun. And you're being fed like <laughs> body parts. Oh. oh and then right gracious. at the end of this, right at the end of this clip, like, and then like the one of the guys just sort of said, I have no idea what they're saying. I'd have to ask my girlfriend. But like, he sort of puts a knife like just towards your head and then it just, it ends. And it's not resi. I don't know what game this is. Like, it's not saying it's a bad game, yeah. but you could put another name on this. And I feel like maybe they were going for the whole, remember the PT, PT. playable trailer? Yeah. I'm getting that kind of vibe from oh, it. Okay. Like this is the direction that they're going in. But like, I didn't see any weapons. I, I don't know if, so like was it all in first person? They just say everything's in first person. Because it's going to be a VR game, they said as well. So that's the thing. A guy stopped by and said, "You guys got to play this in VR." And, think, oh, I and, and, and I was just like, "Yeah, no thanks, mate." And, <laughs> like, and like, I mean, he was there to sort of talk to me about yeah. it. Um, and I, I said, "Like, what was? How did you find it?" He's like, "Well, it's a completely different game." But like, I'm not, I'm not up for that at all. No. Yeah. Like that's, I'm sure it's cool. Could you imagine doing that without having any back? background on that game putting a headset VR headset on oh. you never, you never I'll tell you the VR interesting head. thing my mate he bought like these headphones it's like some kickstarter thing where it picks up sound based on the way you move your head so if you turn your head to the left or to the right it's still you're still going to hear the sound from the direction yeah. wow. like the way that you move and yeah. apparently these are for VR yeah um, like there are so many things you could do like I, that's a way you die like, I don't want to be scared to death by, like, <laughs> Resident Evil or, like, you know what I mean? Like, you're going to hear stories soon of, like, man has heart attack from really scary video game in VR. Yeah. And, so like, we're taking the murder simulator out, the simulator out absolutely. of the murder, this video game just become murder. Yeah. <laughs> so definitely no manhunt. No. Yeah, okay. No, yeah. Thank you. But yeah, no, it's I, I have no idea when it's coming out. But, um, but you know what? There are people that love that sort of thing. It's not for me. I'm not a big Everyone no, had a great time. Yeah. And you know what the cool thing was? I can picture sitting on the couch... With my girlfriend and Lights like, off. Well, maybe all right. No, I might probably have a light on. Like, <laughs> I'm not crazy. I'm not but like, crazy. Yeah, yeah. But like, you know, us going through it together and like, yeah. there is something to be said about That's seeing how... a horror movie being scared yeah. together and then yeah. having that little laugh afterwards. I remember playing um, Silent Hill like on PlayStation with my that is cousin the, that is and my brother so there, and, you yeah, know, okay. walking yeah, down yeah. the street in the foggy streets and just all of us just being petrified. Oh, and because we were together, yeah. we just kind of. Well, we had to be brave and go through it, you know. And, yeah, yeah, and, and even even um, what was the dinosaur? What did they did? Oh, Dino Crisis! Dino Crisis! Ah, like even Dino Crisis, the jump scares in that. Like I remember when just the because it was the same graphic style and <laughs> thing. You know, I was scared of that game. You know too. what Resident Evil and Silent Hill and Dino Crisis did well? It was camera angles. Yeah, they, yeah. the room yeah. was just like like I remember in Resident Evil Two there was a two way mirror, and you're like, man, like come on. Like, and it's like angled in a certain Something's coming through that. Yeah. Right? And you go in the room so, and nothing had happened. And then later when you just forget about it, that's when it hits you. <laughs> like through the window. Say for me, it was walking down a corridor. And there was in Dino Crisis? Six, the, no, no, this was in Resident Evil. There was okay. about six windows. And you're like, all right, it's either going to be the first 
the second or the last window. And it was like the, the third, third window. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the dog just jumps through and I was just and like, you drop the yeah. mic, drop the, drop the um, controller. It's like, oh, I, can't, I can't do this. But yeah, no, they, they, people love those sorts of games. And, you know, Man, I think yeah. virtual reality, like being put into that kind of horror world, for, for those kind of people who love that, it's just going to be People love incredible. watching it though as well. I mean, like what was PewDiePie on YouTube and stuff like that. I don't know if you've ever seen his videos, but it's just yeah. him playing games and people yeah. watch him getting scared. Yeah. And, you know, it's that same feeling that you can get with your, you know, you've got your friends yeah. on your couch, your girlfriend or yeah. your partner or whatever. And, and you get to be scared together and then have that little chuckle. And there's, there's, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a cool, cool, concept i wouldn't do it alone in the dark though yeah. <laughs> there's a lot to be said for communal experiences and absolutely it's kind of cool that they're bringing some oh, it's, it's its own version of couch co-op it's yeah. single player and it's like pass the controller yeah um i'm, I'm done with this but like you, you know, know what though if we ever decide to do it we're going to do it together could you imagine the pranks we could play on each other when someone is playing like something like oh, that? why i'm not doing it I'm not, I'm not playing you guys can play together yeah, I'm out. I'm, yeah. I'd, I'd rather just you know get a command to kill jason and go after him instead <laughs> all right um, well, on that, we completely diverged, and that's cool because I think that's, that's, that's the point of our conversations yeah. anyway. But um, let's do one last topic. All right. So um, I'm actually going to let it follow on from what I was talking about. I was talking about Alien Infestation on, on DS, yep. and I mentioned briefly that it was released towards the end of the DS's life, and so very few people played it. It rates pretty well. It's I think it's up there. It's, I don't think it quite reaches Metroid's levels because Metroid is an amazing game but it, it you know it does a lot of the same things and does it reasonably well so there's games out there that each of us have played that have probably not reviewed well or if not not reviewed well never sold well yeah and let's talk about those Alpha I Protocol sorry Alpha Protocol yeah tell me more oh right no all Alpha Protocol is oh, that was like I Mass Effect-ish right in terms like, of the story I in guess terms so. of the way you kind of it, it it, I think it was made by Obsidian yeah, Games yeah, and they make really really cool games yes. I think they maybe shut down after this came out I could have this completely wrong it was published by Sega um, it's a spy thriller um, where and the controls the problem with Alpha Protocol was that the controls weren't the best there were a lot of bugs and there were like I think some like glaring sort of potholes a plot holes, not potholes. Um, <laughs> yeah, you got what I meant. Um, and like, I mean, none of that mattered because, like, just the way you progressed through it, um, like, you actually felt like a spy, and like, it did have like a, it did have like a Mass Effect, I guess, kind of like vibe to. I can't explain it. There's no game that's come I, I, out I, like I, it. I, I, I it's a spy. It, it's it's a spy RPG. And yeah. like, and you, and you, but this is the thing with the Mass Effect side of things. Like, the choices in this actually do matter. Yeah. And like, it opens up additional guns and statistics yeah. and the way. Like, there are people that you can meet in it that will die. There's a romance option. Yeah. I think. Um. I, I. To be honest with you, I've played through this game three times. I still can't describe it. I still can't fully remember <laughs> it. And like, it was just. It didn't sell well. It didn't do well. Yeah, no, and, it didn't. And it should have. Yeah. I think for me, like I'm a massive, I love the Prince of Persia games. Um, that 2008 Prince of Persia game is probably one of my, possibly my favourite game in, in a lot of ways. But um, the last Prince of Persia game that came out to console, The Forgotten Sands, yep. that, you know, it, it reviewed okay. Um, it was kind of like, that's easy. Was this the one after the Emo Prince? This em- is this emo- was after 2008 Prince of Persia. That came, it came out um, to kind of, Coincide a little bit with the movie, with the Jake Gyllenhaal. I don't know what this movie. is. So just to be clear, there's Prince of Persia. There's, there's, a, there's Prince a, of Persia: Warrior Within. 
So is, there's Sands of Time, Warrior Within, and the two thrones, or yeah. is it the other Which, way around? So the second one was Emo Prince, and the third one Still was... Still Emo. Okay, and the third yeah. one had the Evil Prince. Yes. No, the second one had the Evil Prince as well. Even Sands of Time had a little bit of the Evil Prince in it as well. It did. Yeah, I believe oh, so. All these games have been a Yeah, game. I love Sands of Time. I'm sorry if I'm getting that wrong. Oh, Sands of Time. Yeah, yeah. and then they had the 2008 one, which was that... So what's this... I've never heard of this Prince of Persia. Well, they had the 2008 one, which was the kind of drawing style. Which was just beautiful. I just and it was a separate game. story to the others, wasn't it? Yeah, even though the ending, you had to buy the DLC to get the real ending. But that's that That game is just magical for me. But then they had the Forgotten Sands, which was more like... um Sense of time, yeah, and you had different powers, and you could like freeze water and do. Were you Jake Gyllenhaal? No, but okay. you were essentially. It was more. You were more him than you were. Okay. Um, the, the 2008 one where you were Nathan Drake. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Drake Prince, which was awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, but this was a brilliant game. I mean, it just it, it did for me. It captured a lot of what what made Sense of Time great. You know, different powers. Um, really fun fighting um, style, and there was like a kind of a combo-y thing to it as well doesn't get any love and I think that that for me you know it's a shame because then they made the money maker on Assassin's Creed and there was a while there where you know it seemed like there, were, there was these images coming out if like about three or four years ago and you thought oh yes they're going back to Prince of Persia and they're not they're sticking to that now Watch Dogs and I don't know when they're going to go back to it they've had a couple of mobile games which I tried and you know as much as I love the franchise I couldn't do it but um yeah, that's probably one of those games for me that okay. didn't yeah. get much love, but I, I love this. Some older games, but John, anything you wanted it? Yeah, so. I mean, I was talking about Aliens before, but I'll pick something a little different because um, I think that's one of them. But that Transformers game that I, I showed you guys on a, a slideshow we did before for the PlayStation 2, it was based off a toy line called Transformers Armada, mm. which was all right, but it had a premise where there was these um, the third race of Transformers. So you had Fiora Watson Decepticons, but it had this third race called the Minicons. Cool. And they were they were little Transformers, a lot smaller than the average one, but um, they would provide power-ups to so the... So these are not the Ewoks the of, the start of the Transformers universe? Not quite. Oh, okay. That's well, like, I mean, you know, well, they, they killed things better. So they would provide power-ups, and the way they used them in this game was as power-ups. So they didn't use any of the named Minicons. I think they used one or two, but they didn't use them throughout the game. But you'd find them hidden in levels, and suddenly you'd get like a jetpack for Optimus or a set of glider wings... Or your gun will become more powerful. And so the mechanic worked really well because, yes, you had your transformer who could transform into his vehicle mode and then back into robot mode to shoot the vast hordes of, you know, generic Decepticons that you were killing. Yeah. But you could, the levels will change because these Minicons would give you different powers and you could mix and match on a load screen before each mission. That sounds cool. So you could pick what you thought would work. And if it didn't and you died, you could go back and pick a different selection and See, try why, that. Why don't all games do that as well, by the way? Just on a load screen, give you something to do. Like that. Dude, yeah. what was that game that came out? Was it Ridge Pro- Racer? Project Gotham. No, no, no. Ridge, what was the one that you could play um, uh, Space Invaders? Yeah. It was, I swear it was Ridge Racer. It was Ridge Racer. Yeah, Ridge Racer then, Type 4. Yeah. But then Project Gotham. Yeah, you're right. They, they could. Did and they then, do that in Project Gotham? Wasn't that where you played... Um, um, Geometry Wars? Geometry Wars. Or was that in the car? No, no, that was in right, the garage. You're right, Jace. Yeah. yeah, you're yeah. right. It was, yeah. And, the, and, and they've got... Who made that? Nam- Namco. Namco. They've got the exclusive rights to have mini games in loading screens. I've answered my own question. That's why <laughs> every game doesn't do that because they own that. They own... Oh, really? Yeah, they kind of... That's, which, that which, doesn't sound like something you could own. That's you, crazy. You can own colours nowadays, so I'm sure that... They, that's yeah, yeah, that's yeah. unfortunate. Namco should just release that because, I mean, like, 
especially for like game like uh, like Atari and like Sega and all those yeah. like they can yeah. just throw in like you can throw it in the game but not in the, not yeah. in the loading screen they've yeah. got they've got exclusive rights to that so yeah wow well yeah but on that as well like just going back to some older games as well just really quickly that, that I think like that Tenchu Stealth Assassins I used to love that game I still but that think did well right it did well but. There's nothing. Where is it? Like that's another. That's another All right. Kind of so there was Tenchu. Two. Tenchu Two was an amazing game. That's right. You loved the Tenchu games. Love Tenchu. Yeah, really. And then there was. Three. There was one on Xbox or something. There was. That was Tenchu Z, where yeah. you could like dress up your character to look yeah. all anime. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean that wasn't that bad. Yeah. But there, like there was actually a spin-off of Tenchu. I think maybe made by the same guys. It was essentially the same game. It was called yeah. Shinobi Do Wrath of the Ninja. Okay. And you had like your own little like um like garden den thing that you'd have to set up traps for, and in between missions you get attacked. And yeah. that was like the spiritual success of the Tenchu. But I'm just saying, where is it? Like, oh, like, absolutely. It's, it's, it's it needs brilliant. to come it back. To come it's back. a great game. Like the, the stealth is very different from other games. Yeah, it was it was really cool. Violent I, I think, too. I'd love to see something like that come mm. back. Lots of, lots of other games probably, but... Uh, well, uh, they're all things that we can maybe try sometime in the near future mm. and, and play. But yeah, I'm going to get you guys to play Transformers. It was fun. Cool. I'll play so, it. And it looks good for a PlayStation 2 game. Yeah. Um, yeah, it had really nice visual style. And Australian made. Good on us. <laughs> all right. Sense. So, we've got a couple more minutes left in our podcast. A couple of quick topics. This one I'm just going to put out there and see what you guys think. You have book clubs where you go and read a book and come back and play it, uh, come back and talk about it. I was thinking the same thing with the game. So for our first one, and this is something that our listeners can jump in on as well because we'll cover talking about the game in the future if we want. Um, On good old games, there's a lot of free games, PC or Mac. There's a game called Beneath a Steel Sky. It was an old point-and-click adventure. I don't know if you remember it. I haven't played it in years. I have quite an extensive conversation about it the other day with one of my friends. Play it. Absolutely. That, that is that is your homework. That is your homework. <laughs> so let's all, let's all go and play it and come back and enjoy that. But there's one piece of news that we didn't cover as well earlier in the uh, in the podcast that I think is worth mentioning because yeah. it was quite a big reveal and that was the Nintendo Switch was revealed today. In a short uh, little video? Yeah, in a three-minute video. I'm going to put my two cents out there right now and talk about it and I'd like to hear your points of view. But... That is one of the best console reveals I've seen in a long time. I didn't expect to be excited about this console at all. Not because... I think it's more because I know I have no money to buy anything. But I'd like to find the money to buy this console because it's kind of cool. Uh, I, I know it, it, there's a lot more that we need to know about. It, it doesn't come out till March next year. But just the portability... like, Are they going to release a separate portable console this, uh, this coming round for Nintendo or will it just be the Switch which we knew as the NX before it was announced yeah. today because think about it this might be a really cool thing for Nintendo you've got your portable console and your home console all in the one thing so that means that their development team can focus on single sets of games and really pump out some amazing ones now Nintendo always does yeah. but how cool could it be that maybe this will also mean that they'll pump out a few more games for this generation I think it's different I think it's really cool I can see Nintendo totally though and this is something for very much down the track, doing a kid kind of more friendly version of, of the Switch. Yep. Where, well, maybe it doesn't switch as easily or maybe it still does, but where it's a bit more robust. That thing looked amazing, but it looked like a high-end piece of tech that yeah. that little stand, when they put it on the aeroplane, I'm like, turbulence? What if I'm going to get some turbulence? Um, you know, but I think down the track they might do something like that. But watching that, that like you said, that very well put together, oh, three amazing. minutes ad, I've watched it a few times. 
like when they took the controllers off the side and you could put them sideways and just had a little quick game with your friends. Not how I'm going to want to play a game on my own on a little, you know, 10 centimetre or whatever it was, five centimetre controller. But that would be really fun, just with a bunch of friends yeah. playing some dedicated, which Nintendo do so well, games dedicated that are built for that system, for that control style. You know, think back to the Wii, like as much as people hate on the Wii, there were some brilliant games that were only on that console that could only ever have been on that console. Like Boom Blocks. Yes. Like brilliant. Like WarioWare. Like WarioWare has come to different systems, but that WarioWare on the Wii, I absolutely adored that game. I think what they've done here, you know, it looks really interesting. It looks different. Um, We saw some new, like, new games and new modes to games. Like in Mario Kart, there was a, a... Boo, King Boo or something. I, I, I played the game. I don't remember that. Yep. Being, I've got Mario Kart on my Wii, on my Wii U. Um, and then they had a little bit of a Mario clip there. Yep. It looked really cool. It looked fun. Um, that poor dog, when the guy went for a walk, though, goes walking his dog and just starts playing his <laughs> Switch. I thought that was an interesting message. But I liked um, when the mates all got together that, that all had really Switches cool. and yeah. a local area network. Just yeah. like a Nintendo, they like to make their stuff simple. So if you can get, you know, the three of us got together and it meant we all had our own screens and we could suddenly yeah. start playing a game together. They did, they did it with the DS and you've mentioned this a few times with like Tetris and stuff, yeah. the whole game share thing. Like they're notorious yeah. for like, not notorious, like they're, they're well known for being like only one person needs to own this game. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now all of you can play it. Mario Kart it's is a great brilliant. example. Yeah. It's, brilliant. It's, it's a smart move. Yeah. And I, and I think that part in the ad where the girl is in her room and she looks over and her friends are on the rooftop and she goes over brings her switch with her, puts it there, and everyone sees it, and they're like, whoa, what is this thing? That, that's the Wii moment. Yeah. You know, when we had our parents come over, and they saw it, yeah. and then, you know, Bowling they're buying it yeah. themselves, you know? Like, I, I think that that's people are going to see that and just go, wow, that's not just a tablet, that is something different. Nintendo are definitely looking for their next big thing. The Wii was very innovative, and, like, it's the same deal. The Wii U, not so much. And maybe probably from a marketing perspective, people weren't really sure that the Wii U was actually all that different from the yeah. Wii. Yeah. This is, I mean, they've gone for a completely different name. It's gone through the NX. There was briefly something that came out and suggested it was going to be called the Duo. Um, and now, you know... But the thing is, I I've been reading these, like speculative things on reddit about what it's actually going to be and for the longest time what i expected is actually what came out and i only had a few moments today to look at i didn't even watch the was it three minute trailer (laughs) i just went boom 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 yep that's what i want see ya and and i watched the whole thing but the thing is for me like being i'm going to be a a tad negative here because we like it looks so cool and everyone's really excited about it i'm worried about the battery life yeah the nintendo ds fantastic console like the Nintendo DS has been known like people have them left in a box somewhere for three years. They come back and it's still fully charged. Like it's and you <laughs> yeah, know what, that like, happened to mine recently. Yeah, <laughs> and like you know what, that's amazing. But the thing is now, um, I'm not sure of the tech behind it. Like if it's close to like an Nvidia Shield or like a Tegra processor and stuff like that. Like batteries simply have not caught up to the speed that we're moving with this technology. And with it being such a, it looks quite graphics intensive does, yeah. for for what it is. Yeah. Um, it, it needs to have like like a decent battery life to be able to go with it. But you know what? It could totally be two separate things. Um, maybe there is like a set console. Maybe what's going on with the device that we saw the switch. Maybe that you're streaming to it. Like I mean, it could. That's what the Nvidia Shield does. So maybe you're no, I actually think that the actual screen is the device. Yeah. That's okay. The console. Yeah, that's yeah. the console. Well, so. I mean, you know, there you go. Like that's. Nintendo has something I love that is not anywhere else, and that's Monster Hunter. And there are oh, yeah. very loyal 
Monster yeah. Hunter players and they will go with whatever console it's yeah. on. It's and been I, with Nintendo for years. Yeah. Um, and like if I can play Monster Hunter on my big TV, which I've been itching for for a long time, and then I can go and take it with me to work. Wherever, yeah, that would be pretty cool. Um, I'm, oh, yeah. Yeah. And I think you hit the nail on the head there though. What they need to do with this, and, and unfortunately it didn't happen and it's not happening now with the Wii U, is release games on it. Like, like keep a steady stream of games. You know, I've... For me, Bayonetta 2 was probably the best game of, was it two years ago that it came out of that year? Um, but, you know, it's been few and far between since then that I've been playing on there. It's been a lot of little downloadable games like the, um, you know, but... Well, an interesting thing, a list was released of all the publishers they're going to produce for the, the Switch first up, and it was a pretty comprehensive list. It was um, the same with the Wii U, unfortunately, as well, though, I guess. Well, this one looks a little bit bigger than I remember the Wii U's one being, and some really interesting choices, too. So, Like, for instance, I completely forgot what they published until I looked it up, but From Software and the Souls games, like, yeah. like that's a pretty big coup. So it's it really interesting. I mean, like, your usuals are there. Like, I'm pretty sure uh, Capcom was definitely there and uh, EA and a couple of the others, but... Bottom line um, is, you throw the name Nintendo on something, you give me a Mario, you give me a Zelda, that's and you're pretty you, happy. You give me some sort of yeah. kart racing game, preferably with Mario or Zelda in it, um, and like you'll buy it. Anyone will buy it. Yeah. Like, I think price point's going to be a big thing there. It'll be really interesting to see what it does and what price point it comes in at, especially when you look at things like the Xbox One and the PS4 now both sitting at what is it about five hundred bucks for uh, the console with two games. So. Uh, we'll wait and see and but I think it's a really interesting yeah, concept. and it's so cool how Nintendo just go their own path with things as Absolutely, well yeah. like you got Xbox and, and Sony Microsoft and Sony kind of you know going the graphical you know way with their updates to their consoles um, and then here we've got you know something completely different a, a truly portable home console it looks really cool yep cool agreed cool I think we're pretty agreed well thank you for listening to this podcast of Versus Player I don't think there's anything else you guys want to... No. Point? I mean, to plug ourselves, at some point, we'll be versusplayer.com, so you'll be able to listen to it here. Yeah. Um, you should be able to listen to it through SoundCloud and uh, in the future, iTunes, when we pull our fingers out. And also, keep an eye out on YouTube because there's some nice little short videos we're putting up there, uh, little segments like Draw Distance, where you can join us on a quiz. But um, yeah, thank you for listening. Thank you. Yeah, see you later. See you later.